Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. So you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos. Or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything. Hey, Craig. Hey, Jeff. Hello. It's a big, big game this weekend. It's Man, down I, you Eugene. Know, I, I had to get my brain right on the again. Line. I had to get my brain right again because I've been so focused on basketball. Like, there's an actual football game. Yeah, a big I football know. game. Interrupting our basketball season with a football game. Jeez. Man, and I guess we got a preview. Guess we got a preview it. I guess people well, care I mean, about football. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like when we started the year, we just figured we were biding our time until basketball season. Like, you know, by this time, basketball season would start. Football would be, you know, irrelevant, and you know, we would just move on. And that is not the case. They are very much, very much relevant yep. at this point. And. Speaking of relevance or irrelevance, depending on what you think, uh, this is Podcast yeah. versus Everyone, uh, episode 146. I'm Craig Powers. With me is Jeff Newser. And Hello. this is our preview for WSU's game against college football ranked number three, Oregon. Um, mm. And of course, there are stakes for WSU in this one. WSU controls its own destiny um for the pac-12 north title and the rose bowl and of course outsiders would say this is the toughest obstacle now maybe insiders would say there's another obstacle that seems a lot tougher because (laughs) of history but this is the best team left on the schedule a very good team the oregon ducks um maybe not number three in the country but hey, they've won the games except for that really bad loss. Um, yeah, except for that one that everybody yeah. seems to just be ignoring. They have they have perhaps one of the best wins, you know, and and that's why they're number three. Um, they also among those teams definitely the worst loss, especially the way Stanford is going. Um, not a great loss, but I don't. But it seems if Oregon wins out, they're going to be there. So the funny thing has been watching all the Oregon fans who are. Very nervous about playing Washington State with so much on the line. <laughs> yep. They are they're scared. Like they have been they've been hurt by us in the past. And yeah, it's as really they funny. Be. I, I this Oregon fans just don't seem confident about this. No matter um what the numbers say, what the rankings are, they are quite worried. And uh 
that's pretty funny. You know, it's funny to be that bad guy for someone. Uh, just, just be the 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 the, the boogeyman. Yeah, Washington State. Um, I know, because I mean, we, we you know we talk about the cow bullshit, and apparently we are that for you know a, a team like Oregon, which you know by by all measure has been much you know better than us over the years in recruiting and all sorts of um, you know measures that we typically pay attention to when we're trying to decide how good a team actually is and. Uh, you know, Mike Leach seemed to have their number. And then, you know, last year, Nick Rolovich had their number for about 28 minutes, you know, <laughs> and then uh, obviously went south after that. But, you know, I just, uh, you know, for for whatever reason, man, when you when you look at the numbers and you try and figure out, I mean, uh, you know, what we could do or what we might be able to do or, or what Oregon might do that might give us trouble. It's like, f- for some reason, we always seem to like do something better than what it seems like we ought to be able to do you know yeah even the 2019 loss it it felt like I remember previewing that game and being like they've got it's just you know even with WC's offense this is just such a bad matchup it's not gonna work well and they should have won that game like you know they had some random crap that have you know a drop touchdown that turned into an interception you know things like that Oregon needed a last second field goal to win after WSU yep. didn't waste as much time as it could have done scoring, you know, so it took a lot of random stuff for them to lose, and and, and you would have thought it would be the other way around, uh, but here here we are again. This is a game that objectively, after we preview it, we're not going to feel super good about it, but still, you're going to have this thing at the back of your mind that's WSU's playing Oregon, and WSU loves playing Oregon. Uh, so I guess what we could start with is WSU's offense against Oregon's defense. So yeah, Jeff, I mean it, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say so obviously the, you know, with Sewell um and Kayvon Thibodeau, Oregon's got some real impressive dudes in the front seven. Uh but on the whole, Oregon's defense doesn't look honestly that impressive, uh which I was a bit surprised to see in in previewing them. Yeah, they they are not a super intimidating group. Uh, obviously, they have uh, you know Thibodeau, who's you know very very good, probably a top five pick in the NFL draft. Uh, you know this spring, uh, you know super talented player. They've got some talented guys, um, but they just they're they're definitely not a dominating unit. You know they they are prone to. Uh, you know, giving up some drives at some times, giving up some explosives at some times. Um, they're not a lockdown group. Uh, they they do, you know, complement uh, their offense pretty well. You know, we talk a lot about how, you know, it, it's it's a good idea if, if you're both sides of the ball sort of complement each other, you know, philosophically. Um, you know, they are physical, you know, and they do try to kind of bloody you up a little bit. Uh, but you know, it's something you mentioned in your preview is that they don't, they don't generate as much havoc as you think they might given, you know, the talent that they seem to have over there. Um, it just seems like there's an emphasis on just sort of being sound, you know, not taking too many chances, um, you know, and, and, and really forcing a team to be tough, uh, tough, tough enough to get, you know, all the way down, uh, you know, to the goal line on them and, um, you know, and then letting their offense really just sort of control the tempo 
so, you know, not a super scary unit. Uh, seems like their pass defense, uh, presuming you can keep, uh, you know, Delora upright. Um, seems like, you know, there, there might be some hay there to make with the passing game and, and also provided that you don't um, get yourself in, you know, second and long, third and long by trying, trying to run the ball too much on early downs. Yeah, and in terms of keeping uh, Delora upright, it's it's not like Oregon doesn't – they don't have a ton of sacks. They get like two a game. And like you said, you mentioned the Havoc rate. They're uh, in the 80s ranked in Havoc rate, and that's with being one of the top turnover-forcing teams in the country. So they've, they've forced 17 turnovers, uh, which is up, you know, up near the top, around top 10-ish area. A lot of interceptions, 12 interceptions. So then maybe that's like a product of not necessarily getting sacks, but getting pressure. Um, but one thing that makes me feel better about that, I mean, obviously Jaden throws picks, and and that's that's been a challenge, obviously. But he he doesn't throw that many, honestly. Like he he makes like one dumb bonehead decision a game, and then. But yeah. he he seems you know he seems to get even better and better at that, um, you know the the pick against ASU was not really his fault, um, and but if he can avoid those and Jaden's very good at avoiding sacks he's very good at staying upright as you said and and he's getting better at not only staying upright but then finding people downfield or finding the right play to make he's getting better and better at that and yep. two weeks off I got to think he's going to be healthier. And and he's going to be able to move even more than he did two weeks ago, uh, so that that's that's encouraging. And really, just Jaden's been playing better and better. Uh, we know that you know uh, that may, there's there's bound to be a, a lull. We thought maybe maybe BYU was that lull. Um, I don't you know it's going to be interesting to see if Oregon plays. You know, ASU didn't really play that drop eight type defense against. Like that, that BYU did, and WSU was once again able to generate big plays downfield. Um, I, I can't tell you if Oregon's going to play that way or not. If they don't, which they haven't in the past, they never really treated the air raid like that. Um, so if they don't, if they just play regular straight up defense, you know, I, I could see WSU getting big plays against this defense. Uh, the big thing is that what I think helps Oregon's EPA in both pass and rush. And overall, is that just like what helps WSU's defensive EPA when they give up terrible success rates is they is they turn the ball over. So if you avoid that, you avoid negative plays. Like you said, don't don't run into the middle of the line for the hell of it on first and second down because Oregon loves it when teams do that. That's their biggest strength yep. is first and second down. They love those early downs. They love getting the stuff there. So, you know, mix it up. I still think they can run the ball a bit on them. Like they're not they're not stout stout against the run or anything. Yep. Um they're seventy first in you know, defensive success rate against the run, seventy eighth against the pass. Um so you can you can move the chains against these guys and then, and then if you avoid turnovers, you can cash it in. So that's that's really what they need to do. WSU needs to play, take care of the ball. There's going to be plays there to make, and hopefully Jaden can avoid sacks. The offensive line can hold up, and hopefully, offensive line can get some push in the run game. Um, you know, they've 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 seemed to have gelled. They've gotten better. They're getting tons of praise from the coaching staff. Hopefully, that doesn't go to their head. You know, whatever. But uh, 
but they've definitely played better. Also helps having a quarterback who doesn't stand there like a statue, obviously. Um, that makes them look better. Uh, but yeah, overall, you know, you know, Max can make some plays. I, it's going to be interesting to see because Max Oregon's defense can, is probably going to be tough for him to bounce to the outside on, uh, very athletic, you know, much like it's hard to bounce the outside on WSU's defense. Well, take all those guys that WSU has and add 20 pounds and two inches in there, but they're still running the same speed. So, uh, that that's what Oregon's got. So I'll see. It'll be interesting to see if Max can break out against them, given that he likes to bounce the ball outside and, and beat get, beat teams to the corner. That may be harder against Oregon. So we may see Dion have a little bit more success pounding the ball up the middle, taking that straightforward hole and picking up the six or seven. That that that'll probably be there at, at times. So um, yeah, I I feel pretty good. You know. CF, uh, CFB graphs is advanced, uh, stat preview only has us at 15 points. Uh, and, and, uh, Bill Connolly's has us at 23 points, but I, I think like they could outperform Bill Connolly's. I could honestly, this offense is playing better. I, the, a lot of the offensive numbers have been weighed down by what they did at the start of the season, right? Where Jaden was either parting there, Jaden was still figuring it out. You know, they, there's a whole game and a half of Garantano in there. Like, so it's, it's, it's hard to take all those. You, you, that's a grain of salt. You have yep. to take with our offensive stats. So I'm, yep. I'm feeling pretty good. And I, and I think, I think this offense right now is like a top 30 ish offense. So I think they can put up points on a, a, you know, a top, you know, around 50 top 40, 50 defense. Yeah. The game seems tailor made for, uh, for Dion McIntosh to me. Um, you know, just straight ahead. Don't dork around. Not, um, you know, you know, Max has a tendency, like you said, to try to bounce it out. Um, you know, he's looking for a big play. Um, you know, this, the, you know, Oregon's not a team that you want to be, you know, hunting a big play. You know, you want to, you want to grind them. You want to be physical with them. Basically what you know about physical teams is, okay, if a team wants to play physical, then you've got to be physical back. Like you've got to be physical back at them. You've got to take that challenge and you've got to just kind of go at them. Um, Dion McIntosh seems like, you know, the, the, to me would be the preferred weapon of choice, especially if you've decided uh, that you're going to run it on early downs. Uh, Jake Dickert had an interview this week where he um, intimated that he was, you know, which, which should not be a shock because he's a defensive coach, but um, intimated that he was, you know, trying to nudge his offensive coordinator even more toward running, um, you know, again, not a shock, but also, um, you know, you, you want to be careful to, to not get yourself in situations where, you know, you're putting yourself in, uh, you know, obvious passing downs. Um, that's, that's what you want to try to avoid. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how, how they mix it up and, and, and kind of how the team, the offense is evolving, um, you know, again, under Dickert being the head coach and under Smith kind of having his full control over the defense or, or over the offense. I mean, as, as the play caller, um, an offensive coordinator, very interesting to see kind of how they, they're going to evolve and, and take on a team that, you know, it, in, in a lot of ways is very similar to Arizona state, but is also, you know, a, a, a better version of that. Yeah, I think a little bit better version. Obviously, a, a, a version that has executed a lot more than Arizona State has. Um, and yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, I, I hope we see them put up points. I, it, I'd feel really good if they were able to, you know, it, it shows them that they're on that track that we think they are. If they can, you know, put up 28, you know, even, you know, 28, 24, 28, 31 points against Oregon. Yep. Uh, that that would make me feel pretty good, which other teams, you know, you know, uh, you know Stanford put up points on Oregon, whatever, you know, so it's not like it's impossible or anything. Um, don't 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 like think UW or Oregon's defense is great because of what they did against UW, uh, because everyone has done that to UW. Um, so I, yeah, I'm I feel good. You know, I just make a decision, Jaden. Um, look for those. You know, just take take the yardage that Oregon gives you, and and then wait for that thing to pop. I think that it'll happen eventually. I think they'll be able to get a couple big plays in this at least, and then just yeah. other times churn that clock, grind, uh, t- take those five yards that Oregon's going to give you, and-, and live to see the next first down, and, and keep a drive alive because uh, you know take that five yard out or whatever. As much as that pains me sometimes, seeing them throw those all the time, but <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, if it's there, take it and, and live to see the next down because um, Oregon thrives on getting that pass breakup or, or getting that stuffed run on first and second down and putting you behind yep. the chain. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I feel good that they'll be able to do that. Um, and I'm hopeful that they will be able to do that because uh, I think limiting the number of possessions in this game will be to WSC's benefit. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, barring turnovers, which, you know, jack up the – Number of drives, number of possessions. Um, I, I think there's a pretty good chance that, that that's what it comes down to, for sure. All right. Well, now that we've talked about WSU's offense, let's talk about WSU's defense against Oregon's offense. This is a much scarier side of things. Uh, sure. Per- particular because of Oregon's ground game, uh, which is fourth in EPA per rush and 12th in rushing success rate very good stuff uh uh they've just been able they lost Verdell and they've still been able to uh run the ball um obviously uh it's you know it's with uh Travis Dye is he's taken over and he's and he's done well like he ran for 200 yards against UW Eight yards yeah. of carry, right up, right up the gut. That's what got me worried, because we talked about a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was you know after the Arizona State game. Maybe it's these type of spread running attacks we do okay against, because we got fast guys. They're trying to go off tackle more, all that stuff. But Oregon against UW was just handing that ball right up the middle with Die, and he was picking up chunks and chunks and chunks, you know five, six yards, yep. eight yards, and he busted like a 50-yard yeah. run um, on like a third down and one. Uh, so it's it's that that has me worried. And then on top of that, Anthony Brown, for all the ire that Duck fans have thrown at him, very good run at rushing quarterback uh, in the, the read option, scrambling, designed runs. He's big. He's athletic, tough to bring down. Um, he's a, he, he's a pretty scary guy when you, when you put the two of them together, um, if they're in that, that's just a, it's going to be a tough writing attack to stop. 
Yep. You know, it's funny. A couple of years ago, it felt like, you know, die, die was like, was a, you know, just basically a nice change of pace guy, right? Like, you know, he's a little smaller, a little shiftier, uh, you know, you bring him in, he's faster. He you know, gets to the edges. He might make you miss, might bust a big play. Um, but he also didn't, you know, he didn't really fit the mold of what, you know, it seemed like Mario Cristobal was looking for, right? Tough guy. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll hit you hard. He'll, he's tough to tackle. Um, over the last two years, he has really developed that. He is a much tougher dude to bring down now than he was a year or two ago. Um, and, and as much as, you know, it felt like, oh man, you know, CJ Verdell's there, you know, he's that sledgehammer and, uh, you know, really integral to their success. Uh, you know, there's a a pretty strong argument to be made that actually the better back is now the one who's carrying the load, which is always, always kind of a bummer. (laughs) You know, when you're, when you're the team getting ready to face them, it's like, oh man, they, they lucked into the better guy. Uh, you know, so it it seems like that might be the case, um, right now with them. I mean, die is die is fast and he's still explosive, but, um, he'll also get some of those hard yards that, um, it seemed like he couldn't really get a couple of years ago. So. And what he, he is definitely yeah. a tough matchup. And what he has over Verdell as well is the, the ability to catch the ball in the backfield. Yep. He's an um, excellent he, pass catcher. He's he's very good pass catching running back. So he's Yep. I mean he's I mean he's got to be up there with possibly first team all pack 12 right now and um and he wasn't the starter beginning of the season. Yep. Uh yep. he's got over 1000 yards from scrimmage uh with his rushing and 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 pass catching and like 12 touchdowns so um he's a scary guy when so yeah but uh so with Oregon's kind of success uh running the ball they run it 58% of the time on early downs which is a pretty high number it's 95th so 95th meaning number one is the lowest and number and 95th is 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 higher because WSU is yep. 13th in that they only rush the ball in early downs 44% of the time. Um, so, yeah, so they've, they've been able to use that ground game to put themselves in a really good third and fourth downs. They are insane, almost 54% success rate on third and fourth downs, fourth yeah. nationally. That's nuts. That's, yep. that's tough. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not necessarily the – they're not explosive on first and second down. They just they just grind it. You know they get. Yeah, I mean, if you can pick up need. five, yeah. right? If you can pick up five or six on first down, like, you know, that makes it that that makes it tough. You know, it makes yeah. it really really tough. Yeah, even if you get stuffed for you know on second, you're still sitting in a good position. It's yeah. Uh, so that's 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 key, and that's what's also hard is you know they so they um they're. Uh, so what WSU obviously we'd say do well you need to shut down those early runs, you know, early down runs to get them into passing situations because they're much worse EPA per pass fifty fourth. Uh, their their passing down success rate is you know at worse than average. Uh, they're they're nothing special passing the ball, um, but and but they're. They're only uh, stuffed behind the line of scrimmage less than twelve percent of the time, which is ninth best nationally. So uh, they're really t- it's it's tough to get those zero or negative 
yardage runs on them early in the downs because they just don't yep. take them very often. And that's right. That's what WSU needs is to get them into these second and third longs where Anthony Brown now has to throw the ball. Now, I don't think Anthony Brown is as bad as a passer as Oregon fans want to say he is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, he, he's, you know, uh, Justin Herbert's final season, he was 8.1 yards per attempt. Uh, Brown's at 7.9 right now. He's only thrown four picks. He takes care of the ball pretty well. He does, if you watch him, he does miss some throws. Uh, he's probably under. They have a pretty good receiving core that he's probably underutilizing a bit. Um, yep. So I see that's where the frustration. They probably just see plays that he could be making that he's not making, but he's still like steady enough given that ground game uh, to you know to keep them going. Uh, but he is, you know, it is the weakness if you can get them in a place where they have to throw the ball. That's better. You know, they're not terrible at throwing the ball, but they're not great. You know, that right. like they're, you know, they, it's, it's, it's manageable, especially given that WSU is much better against the pass uh, than they are against the run. So I, that's what you just got to hope for that WSU can buck a trend and, 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 you know, some drives just stuff them anyway and yep. get them in those passing situations where they're where their their pass rushers and their their back four can thrive and and then they because the alternative is is you're going to need turnovers again in which yep. they do lead the country in takeaways so yeah i mean you know we've talked about this before where we have at times maybe uh not dismissed might be a little too strong but but poo-pooed you know the the takeaways and uh, you know, the, the sustainability of said takeaways. But, you know, the, the the honest truth is, you know, we do we do take the ball away. Um, we do seem to have an ability to, to get the ball out. Um, the one thing I know about Oregon, or, or at least I believe about Oregon, is they're pretty well coached. Um, you know, they're they're sound fundamentally. Um, you know, they they at the risk of sounding like, you know, they play the game the right way guy. Um, you know, they just they 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 will rarely beat themselves, I guess, is, is kind of the way I'm thinking about it. Um, you know, and, and some of that comes from, you know, being a team that, that you know, runs the ball early and often. Um, you know, there's just, you know, less opportunity for, you know, bad things to happen. Right. So, um, you know, I, I want to sit here and think that our defense uh, is, boy, they are really in trouble. Right? Our tackles are small. You know, it's like like we go, OK, there's there's every reason in the world to think that Oregon will run up and down the field on us. And yet, uh, you know, there was every reason to think that Arizona State would do that. Uh, there was every reason to think that Oregon State would do that. And, you know, Oregon State. You know, when you look at the numbers in the end, of course, the, the numbers didn't look great. But, you know, so much like, I don't know, like 90 yards of that was two plays on one very, very bad drive. And I know those count all the same. But the reason why Oregon State, you know, struggled so much in that game was because they couldn't get, you know, for the most part, a consistent rushing attack. Arizona State couldn't get a consistent rushing attack. Um, what we're doing up front right now, you know, I'm certainly no coach and I don't know exactly, you know, the the schemes and, and what we're doing. But it but it does remind me a ton of those really successful um, Alex Grinch defenses where. 
you know, guys were just, you know, it was one gap, you know, get up field, disrupt the play, string it out, let, let your fast, you know, linebackers and, and your nickel guy rally to the ball, um, and get some tackles that way. I, you know, I, I, everything says Oregon should run up and down the field on us. And yet uh, there's a part of me that just wonders like, you know, can this team play above their heads again? You know, have they, have they sort of figured some things out about how they can be successful, um, you know, with the guys that they've got. And, you know, I didn't even mention Cal, you know, shutting down Cal, um, you know, John Wilner's favorite team, the best team in the pac 12 that has been screwed so bad by COVID. Like, it's just, it just seems like somehow we're figuring something out that is beyond our, um, beyond what we, what we would sort of conclude based off of the personnel. And I, maybe that comes again this week. I mean, I, you know, Maybe. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't write him off. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's 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 the thing. I, this team is hard to figure out, as we said. Like, we, we still don't actually know who they are. And they're kind of leaning towards that they're pretty good at this point. <laughs> and, and maybe they just had a real shitty start to the season because there was a lot of shitty stuff going on around them, you know? Yep. And, and they, you know, and their, and their quarterback was either injured or not playing. And, and, and so maybe, maybe that all impacted. Maybe these guys are just better than we're like, we're so ha- having a hard time giving them credit for it is because, you know, we, we're big data guys and we're all this stuff. And, and we're always trying to mitigate the what we see because we know what happened earlier in the season. But it's still it's so hard to wrap your mind around. Like, it's it, that's why it was so hard for us to like when the ASU game was going on. Like, what the hell? Like, even when they were even when they weren't taking the ball away, they were dominating, dominating ASU. It was just wild. It was so wild. And so exactly in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, if, if I'm just analyzing this without that context, I mean, oh yeah, Oregon's going to win easily. And and Oregon's offense is just going to run roughshod on, on, uh, on WSC's defense. But guess what? Like, uh, Cal, Cal's defense is 92nd in EPA EPA per play for a rush and 32nd against a pass, pretty similar to WSU's. And, and what Cal and Oregon, Oregon didn't score much on Cal at all. What, what was it? 24 points. Yep. So it, it's the it's it's college football, right? And 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 maybe Oregon's offense offensive success. You know, they put up 454 yards, but they also lost two fumbles. You know, so that's. That leads us back to this team has forced 17 fumbles this year. Like it's, it's wild. It's weird. Whatever. <laughs> it makes no sense. It, it makes, makes no, no sense. sense. But like, it, it's one thing. Yeah. Fumble recoveries are one thing and they have recovered, I think 11 of those. So that's, that's you know, that's, that's a bit over average, obviously. Um, but, but still like to, they forced more fumbles than any team in the country. <laughs> like yeah that it's it's something they do they do it all the time <laughs> it's wild like so it maybe they're gonna take the ball away from Oregon a couple times maybe they're gonna maybe. strip Brown on one of his runs you know he's a little cavalier with the ball maybe maybe they'll rip it out of Dye's hands maybe you know I 
I don't know. Like maybe they've been stripping wide receivers a lot. It's it's wild. Yeah. Like it, you just got to think that you know they they get about two forced fumbles a game. There there's got to be a couple, right? Like you know. Uh, I mean, it's, we're it's we're nine games into the season. Like at some point, you and I have to say it is what it is. Like it's, you know, it's as much as we want to say, okay, the data suggests this or that. Like, I mean, there's three games left. <laughs> We're nine games in like, if it, this is what they are. Yeah. You right? are, you are at this point. Right. And so, so yeah. And, and so that's what they need. They need those. They need this to happen. They need the turnovers. Like I, I, I that that's the teams that have stopped Oregon have taken the ball away. They need the turnovers. And, they have shown that they can do that. So if 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 you want to win this game, you you're gonna to have to take the ball away a couple times more than they take the ball away from you. That yep. that's that's kind of where it is. You're not yeah. not only are you on the road, not only are you playing a better team, like your 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 defense is is outmatched a bit. They're 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 matching up against your weakness. Their strength is matching up against your weakness. You need to take the ball away. So hopefully they can do that. You know, obviously if Oregon's running the ball a bunch, there's plenty of plenty of chances to rip that ball out. So so yeah. do it. Um, and and I think if they get a couple turnovers, they can hold Oregon's offense down enough to to where WSU's offense could uh, could win this game. So that's yep. that's what you're looking for. It's 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 a hard thing to predict or or bet on or anything. Just hoping yep. that a team will get turnovers. Uh, but that's what you have to hope for. And yep. and uh, you know, fingers crossed, you know, get, let's, let's go, let's go, uh, shock the world at 11 o'clock, you know, 2 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> That's right. Like 90% of the country will wake up Sunday morning going, Hey, how about that? <laughs> I guess now after we say all that, we got to get to predictions, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. All right. So Jeff. Give me your first half score. Oh, man, this is tough. Like, so I've been sitting here during this. So, you know, we're 30 minutes deep on this sucker at this point. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, what what am I going to say for the prediction? Like, I just, I, you know, there's there's a place where my mind is and there's the place where, uh, you know, where where maybe reality might be. But. I, you know, at this point, I want to, I want, I want to lean into it to where my, where my mind's at, which is, uh, you know, we got a shot, we got a shot here. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to say, okay, first half, uh, you know, a little cagey, a little cagey. Uh, I'm thinking neither team maybe gets out of the gate super hot. Um, I'm thinking like 14, 10 Oregon. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a hangover for Oregon, uh, after quite an emotional week, you know, they're playing their, their true rival or whatever. Um, I mean, they've been focused on them quite a bit. They're obviously in their mind. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to flip your score. Cause what I was thinking is WSU, Kind of jumps on that, takes an early lead. So fourteen ten WSU. Ooh, I like that. I like that very much. Okay, Jeff. Now that we know your first half score of fourteen ten Oregon, how does this thing play out in the end? Yeah. 
Uh, here's the thing I know for sure. Uh, and this is probably the kiss of death, but here's the thing I know for sure. The spread is way too big. So the, the line right now is somewhere around 14 points. Yep. Uh, two touchdowns to Oregon seems crazy pants to me. Um, you know, g- given the fact that WSU seems to play well against Oregon, given the fact that Oregon uh, does not seem capable of blowing anybody out right now mm-hmm. for whatever reason, yep. um, you, you put all that together, and you, I, I think this game is, is close. Now, I, I do think Oregon's the better team. Uh, you know, as, as much as I think we have a shot to win, uh, if you're asking me to pick, right? Like if it's 51% to Oregon, then you're picking Oregon, right? Cause it's a binary right. situation. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I'd say, you know, Oregon, I think Oregon's going to win. I think it's going to be, I, I think WSU is going to be within striking distance the entire game. Um, I'm looking for something in the touchdown or less range. So I'm thinking at the end, you know, maybe something like 31-27, Oregon. All right. So, so yeah, you're uh, quite a second half there. Uh, yeah. 17-17 in the second half. Um, That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of um, on the same wavelength there. I, I do also think that the spread is too high here. Um, I, I think they're, they're once again kind of – baking in a lot of early season stuff that uh, yep. that WSU is just not that team anymore. Um, and, you know, that we, we cannot be held liable for what, um, you know, what our transfer quarterback did. So I, uh, um, I'm turning into a Tennessee fan. I, I need to stop. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, uh yeah, so I'm 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 thinking along the same lines. I, I again, I'm having a hard time picking WSU in this game. This is such an important game for Oregon, so they're going to be so hyped. I and I do think they're more talented. They're a better team um, on both sides of the ball. Uh, I do think WSU is same as you covers. Uh, so first half, I said fourteen uh, ten WSU. Uh, second half, uh, I'm saying it ends up, you know, quite quite a lot more scoring in the second half. Um, so uh, I go 31, or actually more scoring for uh, Oregon. So 31-28 uh, uh, Oregon. And so with that, again, folks, when WSU wins, or if, if WSU yes. wins, and when WSU yes. wins... We want to see at the Craig Powers. That's my Twitter, of course. At Pod versus Everyone, Jeff's Twitter, flooded yes. with the "What an idiot Will Ferrell gift." Some people like to throw a curveball in there. That's fine, but just tell us how much we're idiots with those gifts. If WSU wins, it, nothing makes me happier. The last couple times that has happened, um, so we're, we both picked Oregon. Tag us both. Tell us how much we're an idiot. Yep. Uh, when WSU wins, uh, uh, with that, I'll, you know, if you have any comments, if you want to send us an email, if WSU wins, you want to send us an email to tell us we're idiots. That's podcast vs everyone, podcast versus everyone at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, you can uh, if you want to see uh, you know, maybe a picture of my daughter's birthday on on Instagram <laughs> this weekend at. Craig W. Powers. Jeff and I will yes. be watching. 
together yes, in my will. living room. Um, Hell yeah. I got this, you know, ever since I got this, uh, this OLED LG TV that everyone told me to get. Uh, it's been <laughs> blowing out my breaker pretty regularly. Hell so, yeah! So I, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen in a in a in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an important part. But yeah, we're gonna have some people over watching the game. Um, I don't know how long everyone's gonna stay. I, my, I'm sure my friends Marty and Corey will stay till the end. Yeah, well, so we'll, I'll be we'll there nice, till the end. We'll, you know that. Yeah, I know you will. Uh, so we'll have a nice party after. <laughs> my be, kids you know, will be be my kids will be begging to go home. No, they Sarah won't. Sarah will be dude. like. What do we you do? Know, That's true. I'll, I'll set them up with all the little Nintendo crap and like yeah, they'll, be, they'll, they'll be That's good true. Go. They'll love that. That's they'll, true. They'll love that. Yeah. So <laughs> they'll be good. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be Marty and Corey's kids too. Though everyone will want to go to sleep, and we're like, sorry, there's a game on till eleven. Um, that's yep. just how it sorry, is. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I hope that you and I are sitting there in like, my living room, probably drunk off some like big fucking stouts and like yep. singing the fight song at 1130 at night. And, like, and a, refreshing I've, our Twitter to see all of the memes, all the memes, all of the gifts, all the gifts. Tell us what an like, idiot laughing and high fiving while we're doing yeah. that. I'm really hoping that's what happens. That'll um, be the best. Because I really, I, I, even though I picked Oregon, I think there's a pretty damn good shot that WSU can win this game, uh, and yep. uh, I didn't want to yeah. ruin that by picking. I, WSU. I feel so. the same way. Like, <laughs> like I said, it's, it's okay. So if you think Oregon is fifty one percent, then you're picking Oregon, right? So it's like, yep. okay, Oregon's fifty one percent, but it's, you know, fifty one percent, sixty percent, sixty five percent, whatever you know, whatever percent you want to give it, that's somewhere within, you know, 10 to 15% of 50. It means WC's got a good shot. You know, it's like, I don't think anybody, I, I would, I would be the only outcome that would surprise me is if they got run off the field. Like that's yep. the only thing that would surprise me. I don't think Same. they will. And, and I think they have a legit shot. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. So go Cougs. Go Cougs, Craig. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Get fucking vaccinated. <laughs>